and welcome to the panelists, the internet show where a bunch of really funny people have an argument for your benefit. And if you don't like it, well, geez, we're putting ourselves out here, we're being emotional, feelings are on the line, I think that maybe you should take a long, hard look at yourself and think about how you can better show some appreciation for the hard work that people here are doing. By the way, update your Patreon, because we're sending out some cards soon, and we want to make sure that they get to the right place. Or they've already gone out, depending on when this episode went up. Timely! I mean, I can put it up, I can put it up early. Like, I don't have to film them in the, uh, I don't have to show them in the order we filmed them. Nice, they'll never find out. Well, now that the illusion is completely broken, let's introduce our teams. On my left, I have Team Peacock. Yeah, no, it's not. I mean, you know, it's, it's a little small, and I'm self-conscious about it, but you don't have to, like, bring it up on the, on, that's not... That's not what you meant. I thought it was a reference to your colorful plumage. Yes, I did too. Good, I'm glad we're all definitely on the same page. And on my right, I have team sweet-ass McMuffin Bill Host Job MacArthur Place. Oh, she says it like a natural. It's because I made you send it to me. What does it mean? <laughs> it's one of those things you had to be there in university for. Like Hakuna Matata, or you're under arrest. Well, that cleared up nothing. And I'm a little afraid of Ian now, and that's good news. And in further good news, good news. Your dear Aunt Euphemia is in excellent health and high spirits. However, since she's getting on in years, she's called you up to talk about estate planning. Euphemia may not have a lot of liquid assets, but she is a keen collector of things, and you can choose one thing from her vast and improbable collection of treasures that are currently moldering in her basement. Do you choose? A genuine antique personal Zeppelin suitable for some amount of day-to-day -day travel as there are currently no laws prohibiting it because honestly, who has a Zeppelin in 2019? Or a magical loot crate that will never empty and in fact must be emptied daily. A cursed loot crate. An endless loot crate. Team Beautiful Plumage. I saw how excited you were and I went to you second. This is the hardest decision I've ever made. I'm, I want to go with the Zeppelin, because I hate clutter. And the freedom of the sky. Yes. That, and you get to ride in a dirigible, which very few people get to do in their lifetime. That is very true. That is exceptionally true. Also, uh, I'm picking this because I think it's the choice that's going to make Ian saddest. I see <laughs> you're back to playing with the judge again. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. Beach. Yes. In... In the proud tradition of the panelists, mm. I am going to have to start our opening argument with a reference to a Star Trek Next Generation episode, Measure of a Man, mm. in which... Are you going to turn me off? In which Mr. Riker is forced to argue against his good friend Data's right to exist. Right. And therefore I must argue against their right to have a Zeppelin. We could just argue for the endless font of trash that is going to come bursting out of this loot crate. Like, we could just take oh. that side and not think so heavily about how you don't get to fly around in your own personal Zeppelin. Hey, some of that trash might be re-giftable. So, the positive aspect of an endless loot crate mm -hmm. is that uh, no matter what, you will always have birthday gifts for somebody. That's true. Yeah, even and especially people you don't like. Mm -hmm. And these kind of meaningless tchotchkes that just fill up your life. Oh yeah, and it's unbranded too. Can be just shopped at. We could open an eBay company and just mm -hmm. sell this bullshit if we wanted to. So we have we have uh, we basically have a a, a black hole yeah. into some random New Jersey warehouse that we're just going to keep 
pulling shit out of and selling to people all around the world. It's like Pandora's box, only instead of hope at the bottom, it's... Tat. Yeah. You have a personal-sized bag of hydrogen. Why hydrogen? Because it's an old Zeppelin, and that's what they put in them. Like, just imagine gracefully soaring across the countryside in your well-appointed stateroom. I would remind you that this personal Zeppelin was found in her basement. And while Great Aunt Euphemia lives in a fairly large house, it is a fairly large old house, and that basement is not big enough to hold anything that would have a stateroom attached to it. Mm -hmm. There's just no way. I'm thinking this is more like a mylar bag shaped like a cigar filled with hydrogen, but you can swap it out for helium, mm -hmm. that has a few cables hanging off of it that are attached to a lawn chair. Moreover, Beach, I'd like to actually address the safety concerns that they're, that they're choosing here, swapping out hydrogen for helium. Mm -hmm. You see, it's a rigid air airship. It's got internal reinforcement, right? And a big skin around the, around the side to hold in the helium. I right? will grant you that as yes. well. It is a rigid body vessel. It weren't, when the Hindenburg went down, it weren't the hydrogen that we're burning. It was jet fuel that melt them steel beams. Let's not get caught up on how Jacob and Corey are going to burn to death when their Zeppelin ev like oh. eventually explodes because it will. I mean, yeah, but let's 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 grant them that there will be a, a small amount of freedom and maybe a launcher, maybe a little basket with like a like a telescope in it. So what you're saying is we have a Final Fantasy 14 style airship. Mm -hmm. I don't play that game. We basically get a flying pet that follows us. And is our mascot. Fine, you may have your Final Fantasy XIV personal airship. I will grant you that because we have a magical box to nowhere. I mean, maybe she maybe she lives in a uh, one of those missile compounds that's been decommissioned and just parks the Zeppelin vertically. <laughs> She's a sweet, weird lady. Now, uh, our sweet Final Fantasy ride aside, mm. our personal mascot and conveyance, and uh, what's the name? Clubhouse. Clubhouse. I like that. I like that a bunch. So, we have Clubhouse with us, you, and I love, I do love the, I'm gonna pull out just random stuff. There are certain philosophical conceits and, and ideas that you have to contend with. Um, you had posited that it comes from a warehouse in New Jersey. There's no guarantee of that. You might just be thefting from either other dimensions or just people's houses. Like, your hand might come out of a mirror in somebody's house across the world grabbing, like, a cat. I grant you that, but because it's stuff from a loot crate, it's things people didn't want in the first place. Or cosmetic changes that you have no control over. What, you pull out a nose job? Well, no. It's it's all, like, some loot crates and loot boxes have cosmetic changes, like, you know, uh, Overwatch, for example. Like, okay. that's just different skins and things like that that you can't actually do anything with, but you could change your appearance into, like, a oh. festive holiday one or change that shirt from red to green. You could pull out an entire yeah. skin. <laughs> I think that Jacob may actually misunderstand how the real world works. We already have changeable skins okay. and appearance modifiers. We call them clothes. <laughs> they come in the loot crate, too, sometimes. You shouldn't wear them. Now, what I plan to do with the loot crate 
is solve a real problem. You see, when you've got an airship, uh, you need to find some way to power it. Be that either, I don't know, hydrogen burning itself, or maybe coal, or maybe some sort of argentum-based magical mana thing. Sure. We're not piloting the airship, but we're going to need a power of our own. Okay. So all we need is a nice big burning vessel and an upside down loot crate on top of it. And we can generate all the heat we need to run our turbines all winter. And the best part is that if the, if the hole is, 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 is bi-directional, mm -hmm. it means that all the smoke we generate just goes right yeah. back up to the loot crate and goes out in the warehouse. Into and, New Jersey, into where New it belongs. Yeah. I'm curious as to the penalty if this doesn't work. What's the penalty for not, it said it had to be emptied every day. What happens if you don't? Uh, it starts vomiting garbage into your house. <laughs> like, Fair. en masse? You know like a beautiful fountain with like a gentle burble? Yeah. Imagine that, but for socks that don't fit. We at least, on the other hand, will never run out of t-shirts we don't want to wear outside. I already have that problem. Okay, that's good. I really feel like you all are downplaying the risks to Western society here. Like, you're, you're ruining supply and demand, you're foiling the laws of physics. There's so many things going wrong that there's no way a government agency would not just take that away from you. I already know which government agency is going to take away your toy. It's called the FAA. Why? It's not even experimental. It's probably alive. You've named it. <laughs> Ian, naming a ship doesn't bring it to life. <laughs> to grant it that maybe that now that you've named your zeppelin is now a self-aware zeppelin and it has opinions about where it should go holy shit we have a transformer it transforms from a zeppelin into a zeppelin i don't give a fuck i'm still putting an autobot sticker on that some bitch oh yeah what yeah it self-identifies as more of a decepticon and it gets a decepticon sticker. yeah like i don't that's fine you want to be an insecticon hell you want to go beast wars predacon the hell? Whatever. Whatever the hell you want. So long as we stay within universe so I can live my dream. It can identify as whatever the fuck it pleases. I thought the reason you hit ships with champagne was to keep them quiet. <laughs> you know what we can do? Hmm. I'm certain that we can help our Zeppelin in its intergalactic war. I'm sure in some way we can aid it. Absolutely. I 110%. I wonder what kind of weapons we can put on a Zeppelin and still keep it buoyant. Oh god, there's Zeppelin as the last of its kind. It's so going to die by the end of this show. It's very, yeah, we basically raised a death flag immediately. It's gonna be, it's gonna be heroic. Also, we probably have an Autobot sticker in the uh, loot crate if we want to give it we to you. Just them. give it to you guys. You can just convince it it's an Autobot. Is the loot crate also a Transformer? No, I, it's a mystical. It's a constantly vomiting <laughs> Transformer. Well, it's a Transformer that's been cursed. What well, does it turn into? It, it, like... That's the thing. It, it doesn't. It starts as trash and it ends as trash. Side theory? is that this is part of the curse on why Aunt Euphemia has all of this random shit. Oh. oh my god, you're right. It's like a matrix of tat. Right. Till all is gone. Gone. <laughs> yes. So that's, this is either like emptying out her tat. Aunt Euphemia, we should check the deed, probably owns that goddamn warehouse. Yeah. Or I think she has an older ancienter box because it just spat out plutonium. I think her older ancienter box spit out this younger, crappier box that you're stuck with. It's a little more, like, hip that the, yeah, you know, right. the, the youngins would really like this kind of bizarre scarves for a, for a TV show that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Real American Hero. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Here, here's a here's an armband for Firefly. Well, why? It breaks my heart, too, but still. Then why would you say it? It's just, I gotta hurt somebody, and sometimes it's just <laughs> me. 
Okay, so what we've decided is that Beige hates himself sometimes, and that you have the last of the Transformers kind, a beautiful, young, delicate baby Zeppelin that's definitely going to die in battle because Zeppelins are very fragile. Named Clubhouse. Rip Clubhouse. All right, well, uh, I'm giving you guys 10 points for dreaming a big dream about killing the last Transformer. And I'm giving you guys 10 points for trying to find a use for all of that tat. I mean, burning, it's not good for the environment. Uh, but, you know, both teams put some thought into it. And that's good news. And then further, good news! Good news. While she was disguised as a Starbucks barista, you were rude to Titania, Queen of the Fae. Uh -huh. And as punishment, you are going to be transformed into the helpful, or maybe not so helpful, spirit of a common household object. What do you choose to inhabit so you can inflict pain on others as pain has been inflicted upon you? Team Bijanian's long unpronounceable thing that you did to be mean to me. Something fancy. Ooh, right? A like, jacquard. What's that? Ooh, That's it, way too fancy. Okay, it's like a stamp that you like use to like stamp official documents. Uh -huh. But instead of a stamp, there's like 20 super sharp knives in it arranged in a grid, and you use it for tenderizing meat. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's it's basically your one-stop steak shop, where yeah. you just wham, and you're done, basically. Basically. That's kind of cool. It's an old-school slap shop that will be spoken about in hushed tones, because we're French and hard to pronounce. Says, Fetch me the jacquard. Mm. What's that? He wondered. And then you meet a naughty jacquard that has a taste for blood. Or maybe you're a helpful jacquard, and when they're trying to tenderize a cut of meat that doesn't need it, you, like, embed yourself into a wall to protect it. Point is, stabby stabby. Alright, that sounds like you're happy. I hope you could argue that for the whole show. If not, I'll let you change items. Team Glorious Colorful Plumage. What is the most painful, or most pain-causing household object? Ian. I was thinking more like, uh... No, no, I'll let you be the spirit. I'll let you inhabit Ian's Ian. body and pop at him like a marionette. Please, not no. today. No, that's, that's, that's Tuesdays. Uh, Monopoly. A haunted Monopoly set. That's, that's amazing. That's brilliant. We're going to be a haunted Monopoly set. We're going to ruin Christmases, uh, all holidays, family gatherings, bar mitzvahs. Uh, people are going to be so... You know what? People are going to say, uh, you know what? I'm done with this Monopoly set. Uh, let's bust out the Ouija board. That's safer. What gets me about this choice, too, though, is that they're going to meet an awful lot of people. Mm -hmm. Because Monopoly boards... I don't think people buy new Monopoly boards. I think what they do is they either have one given to them by somebody else, or they just show up randomly in somebody's house. Like, uh, from a garage sale, or from like a trip to the local thrift store, or something, and they're just handing them out. So you just end up bringing one home with you. Like, I guess I'll play Monopoly. I'm, I'm a person who plays Monopoly now. It's, it's sort of like a step to human personhood, because I've never seen a Monopoly board out in the disposed realms. Yeah, no, you never see one thrown away. You always see one just living in the back of a china cabinet somewhere. Mm -hmm. Or mm -hmm. ominously on a table. And I bet we're missing pieces. We're definitely missing pieces. Yeah, no one gets to be the hat. I mean, how is that different from regular Monopoly, though? That's why I picked it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can take days off and people could still just play us, or we can start swapping out pieces. Uh, we can make sure that nobody gets a get-out-of-jail-free card because they're either missing or always at the bottom. Like, ominously stacked three 
deep at the bottom. Like everyone that's in the deck and after every game, people just check it and they're like, how did these end up at the bottom again? We will appease the Queen of the Fae by making people believe in magic. And we hope you do. Our job, Beach, mm. as a household item, is to cause suffering, correct? Well, I... Yes. Yes, in order to appease the Queen of the Fae, this Titania. <clears throat> that was... That was the idea, right? We have to make humans suffer in order to turn back. No, I just said you could be naughty or nice, and you, all of you went with naughty. So well, the whole point uh, is that we're going to be causing suffering. Sure. And here is the best part about being a shikard for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because people are going to think that we're making them happy by actually by, oh, the steak will be nice and tasty. Yeah, tenderizing this piece of like half-assed meat that I bought at the market. Yes. yes. What we're really doing is making a very very cheap cut into something that is more palatable. What we are doing is betrayal, surreptitiously. <laughs> and is not that the most painful knife in the back? I feel like you went for something that has a high barrier to entry. Like, no one's gonna open a drawer and be like, today I feel like I'm gonna use the jacquard, instead of like, this knife over here. To me, the jacquard is an object that it has very limited use, mm -hmm. and they will just leave us the hell alone. But because we're expensive and we're unique, and possibly even a conversation mm -hmm. piece, it's the kind of thing that you can't bring yourself to throw away. Mm. And, and if I may, no one has ever said, oh, Monopoly, I'm going to play that today, full stop. And yet we all remember playing Monopoly. We could take a different tack with this, mm -hmm. um, in that I would like to be a little bit selfish. Oh, please. Because I love the taste of, of good meat. Indulge yourself. Yeah, beef, in, beef, in fact, too. And I think that maybe the better thing to do is to be something beloved mm -hmm. uh, in, in, the, uh, in the kitchen, but also something that take, <clears throat> excuse me, takes a little bit of effort and takes a little bit of care. Mm -hmm. And I think that we go for the cast iron skillet. Okay. Because, because uh, it's very vers versatile. You can use it all sorts of meals. But also, that means you get to enjoy the very moment the Maillard reaction takes place. Mmm, yes! And they never quite get all the fond out of the pan. Oh. So we get to taste all that fond, and when they make a red wine reduction, over. we get to just have that all over oh. ourselves. Oh. Mm. Yeah. I'm so ready to taste with my skin. I'm really off-put by this skillet that, like, groans in satisfaction <laughs> whenever it's used. Just when it's heated up, you're gonna mm -hmm. hear it groan. That's anticipation. I mean, it's a well-seasoned argument. And that little hiss you hear when the meat hits the pan? Mm -hmm. That's us saying, psst, I love you. All right, so our teams have decided that uh, one team is going to bring happiness to mostly themselves, but to other people by cooking some nice steaks. Uh, and the other team is just going the route of pure evil in a hope to appease to Tanya and get your bodies back. Yes. And then hopefully never play Monopoly again. Yes. Yeah, and hopefully she, when she restores our forms, she, she gets the right ones. Maybe you can both end up inside Ian. Titania's been transforming a lot of people into household objects, and, you know, she's got a lot of things going on. She's got to manage the whole Sealy court. You know, like, there's just, you know, so much paperwork oh, we, to take care of. <laughs> we, we went hardcore on Sealy. Yeah. <sighs> so, I guess at the end of the day, I'm going to give you guys ten points because I also really like a good steak, and I like the idea of like just drinking red wine reduction. That sounds delicious. Mm -hmm. uh, very salty, but good. 
Uh, and I'm going to give you guys 10 points because I fucking hate Monopoly, and this is a good reason to never play it. Just because that might explain why it's such a miserable game. There's an evil spirit inside every board <laughs> yeah. waiting to be let out. So I don't remember what I gave, what scores I gave you guys in the We're first tied. round. You're tied? Uh, 10 to 10. Oh my god, I think we should do an emergency tiebreaker round. Okay. Oh. I've never done this before. All right! <laughs> Is everybody limbered up? I'm ready. Right. Lay it on us. Best I can be. So Christmas is over, so this won't give any evil people ideas. So you each get to argue one point each and one rebuttal. Worst gift that you can possibly give. I would suggest that the worst gift that one person can give another human being at Christmas would be a sizable gift card to Spirit Halloween. Oh. It's the gift that you don't want are not going to find anything you do want out of it, and have to wait 11 months to use. A strong argument from Team Whatever the Hell Your Name Was. Jacob and Corey and your lovely hair. I had the exact same idea. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I was like, okay, what's the worst gift you can give somebody? The wrong gift for a holiday that they have to wait for. And then he said, I think the worst gift you can give at Christmas. And I was like... What is the Halloween gift card to Spirit Halloween? Fuck you. Clearly, that was amazing. Clearly, there's no way we're ever going to resolve this. No, This no. has never happened before. No, we're done. No. I, I, <laughs> I was just going to go with a bad hand job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Corey. And Spirit the Halloween. Bye, <laughs> Spirit <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> what was yours? How can we work this in? <laughs> Now the band had the bad hand job, or is it even working it in? And it's oh, oh, yeah, yeah right good. in the gorilla hands. All right, I think we're all tied up, and I think that's the end. <laughs> so clearly, there's no way to resolve this. Everybody is all on the same wavelength, and it's terrible. We're all bad people. This has been the panelists. Thank you for joining me. Us. Awesome.